After all the testing, let's hope that it all still works. Upgrades. Upgrades. It's the highest quality air horn sound. It's not a phone anymore. It's a bright yellow pad that I can (laughs) tap a whole lot. What else can it do? Well, don't ruin the surprise of the entirety. We can. I'm sure it'll come out. Morning. Welcome to Don't Be the Artist. I'm Hagen. I'm Dave. I'm Adam. I'm Violent J. My name's Jackson. Violent J. I'm just nervous because I have no idea what we're getting into here. You did that to us last time. Yeah, uh, or two times you, ago. You do this cool. a lot. Yep. So Trust me, this isn't this isn't meant to be like a, a big surprise. It's not, not a, a big, gotcha. It's not a big reveal. Don't okay. worry. Don't worry. So uh, you guys can uh, guess we're here to talk about the Queen doying. Oh no! I th- <laughs> I thought we were gonna watch the Emmys live. In I the thought act. we were gonna talk about Don't Worry Darling drama. No, because you literally walked away at the bar the other night as soon as everyone started talking about it. Yeah, because <laughs> he was saving it for the content. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying you don't want to talk about that? You think he spit on him? <laughs> I, in in so many ways, I wish so, but uh, I don't think he did. I you know no, he absolutely didn't. But he made a joke about it. At his, at Adam, what are we talking about? I, I know <clears throat> what you're talking about. I, I don't know. Have an opinion. Good for you. I, I know I what you're care. talking about. Well, we can just we can just jump right into to the topic if you guys want to. Was that sure. it? Did I did was I right? Yeah, it was no. the Queen, right? It was the Queen. We're going to talk about Queen, the band Yeah, we're going to talk about Queen, the band. Oh man, I thought about texting y'all like, let's do a whole episode about Queen breaking up. Like the oh, band, and like, pretend yeah, yeah, yeah. it just happened. Yeah, and just like do a whole joke about it. Like, yeah, you know, my favorite record was this one, but you know, whatever. Um, I did see a funny article about uh, the only thing positive I'm going to say about that whole thing. Uh, it, it's very easy for us Americans to be like not royalists. So like all the people I yeah, see, we're, we're kind of not supposed to be royalists. Yep. we kind of had a whole thing about it. I kind of am being what from Canada. Well, you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah, I'm not though. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. I'm, what, let me clarify. What I meant was, I am supposed to be royalist. Right. Okay. But isn't I'm it, not. Isn't it so funny? I don't. I, I like. I, I hate to like. Well, I don't hate to, but it's not what we're here to do. But like, isn't it so funny that conservatives are upset that people are making fun of the queen dying? I'm like, isn't she the opposite of what you guys like? Like, what is well, this? Well, they <laughs> don't have any firm values anymore. I guess that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> this is uh, one of the few times I did this. I read a an article headline today and decided. I don't need to know what that means because that's enough of a story right there. And it was Donald Trump is not invited to the Queen's funeral. Joe Biden has to take the bus. I was like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> and I, I told that to my partner and she goes, yeah, that makes sense. Joe Biden has to take the bus. I mean, yeah. like that. if I went to uh, England today and they said, hey, the Queen died, you have to take the bus. I'd be like, yeah, you guys say aluminum weird. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Queen died. Everybody has to take the bus now. It's, yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, but did you all see that article? That like, I think it came out today. That um, apparently on one of her birthdays, I don't know what uh, year it was. Uh, Paul McCartney was supposed to or was playing her like private birthday party, and she skipped it to watch Trim- Twin Peaks. So it was in 2017. <laughs> so you, you can carbon date her there. Uh, just got off her arm before they bury her and count the rings. There you go. <laughs> So, like, apparently, uh, like, Paul McCartney is playing at her private birthday party, and she decided to skip it so she could watch the uh, Twin Peaks revival. Somebody should have told her about TiVo or streaming or it's something. It's so fucking funny. That, I, that, that's I mean, like if the you're, only if you're thing. that old and you're also the queen, you, you can just say, I'm not going to that. Yeah, of course. And Excuse me, sir, Paul. I have to go watch the picture box. And uh, apparently Paul McCartney's like friends with the composer for Twin Peaks. So <laughs> that like, makes sense. He, ki- he kicked off Live and Let Die, and by the time the episode was over, they were just about to finish that song. So. Nice. <laughs> That's a long song joke. That's good. That's yeah. good. He's in it for the long song. <laughs> That's all I had, Hagen. Great. I don't think he spit on him. I I, I I know he didn't spit on I, I Fingers crossed he did. I don't think he did. But, you know, what are you going to do? What do you not like about Chris Pine? He's He's got the long hair. Yeah, I mean, The hair looks great. Yeah, that's I, I, the weird thing. Chris Pine's awesome, and Harry Styles is awesome. So, but, but I don't know either of them. I'm not willing to say either of them is awesome. <laughs> the interview where Harry Styles is like, the coolest thing about this movie Jesus Christ. is that it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was the point where I started questioning, does, is he actually... 
just I, dumb or is he just like tired of doing these like interviews and, and all this PR? People were saying, stuff? yeah, people were saying shit of like, oh, he just he's just not used to talking about movies. And I was like, and he's not going to have to get used to it because this right. is going to be very short lived. Nah, he's got, he's no, got, he, he's got he five movies in, in Marvel uh, in Dunkirk. What? So. <laughs> yeah, he's got five movies in Marvel. I'm really mm. glad I burnt Whoa. out on that. <laughs> oh, speaking of Marvel, I tried to watch that fucking Spider-Man movie. Yeah. What? What? It's boring as fuck. Oh, okay. Do you not like Spider-Man? I Spider haven't Man? seen it, and I could have told you that. Oh, but so then we watched the Andrew Garfield one. Uh -huh. Great. Oh, weird. What? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> that's good for you. I'm sorry. I love it. That's fine. I love it. <laughs> that's fine. Dave and I are uniting on something. Marvel sucks. No, I don't. It's just not for me. The Andrew Garfield Spider-Man is still Marvel. Yeah. Spider-Man is Spider-Man yeah, no, and Spider-Man. They all suck. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> That's not what he just said. He no, didn't he, say they all suck. You're not uniting he on this force. He said the worst one was the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best one was the, the first one. Well, as okay, I, that's good. As, yeah. as long as as long as you the best could, one is the second one. Yeah, technically. As long yeah. as you watch the if you watch the Amazing Spider-Man two and you say that was a great movie, then we can sit down and have a conversation about if you're okay or not. That's the one after Homecoming. No, 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 no. You want me a second? It's, it's can y'all? Oh, the second Andrew Garfield one. Yeah, yeah, it's the second yeah. Andrew Garfield one. Jackson unplugged his headphones. <laughs> Did I, did I do that? Oh, no, no you did it on purpose. They by proxy did it. Oh, okay. You want to talk about Lord of the Rings? They that? forced my hand. No, I'm good. Okay. We've already <laughs> talked about that offline. Offline? Is that is that in person? Are you saying IRL? A AFK. <laughs> he's, he's stuck in work mode. It's we fine. talked AFK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I uh, didn't give away all of the secrets of the new toy because one of them I wanted to save. Well, I mean, you, know that, you know that this is a thing now, but... Um, this is going to give away what we're talking about today. How? <laughs> you guys know what that is? Yeah. Jackson, you don't know what that is, really? I don't know what that is. I'm not surprised Adam doesn't know. Oh, wait, I can you give me another <laughs> hint? Are there any verbal hints? Everyone's talking about it. It's all over TikTok. It's like like the it's it's been over TikTok for a week now, at least or more than that probably. This explains why I don't know about. Yeah. It. Well, it's a, okay. I, I thought you might know because it was on Reddit first. Uh, but no, you you've never heard that sound. No, is this that is this that uh, that thread on Reddit where the guy was talking about the the playlist he has while yeah. having sex yeah yeah anthony fantano got like outed because he said like a song was great on it i have no idea what this is well that 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 song uh <laughs> blew up out of fucking nowhere because of this reddit thread that he turned into a tiktok thing so we're here to talk about what i wanted to talk about for a long time which is tiktok in the music industry and that song is a prime example and super fucking annoying and a great way to uh <laughs> what song is it sea bat by hudson mohawk sick yeah you yeah. know i had to i had i had to google uh tiktok sex song and then this and then it came up but don't don't punch podcast <laughs> moth sure that was a fun thing to google that's fine it's fine yeah so so for those who don't know about this particular story like jackson said it was a guy who was trying to find basically like the right rhythm for having sex with his partner. So he was going through different songs and different like rhythms, testing things out. So with, he was with this one for three years, this one girl for three years, I think uh, it was two or three years. Yeah. Having, having sex, not short amount of time, yeah. having sex to the rhythm of, but, 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 that's how he was. But that, now that's what he was doing. Well, TikTok he now wasn't is thrusting at that. Well, that's the argument. The okay. argument is if he was, because if you listen to the rest of the playlist, the rest of the playlist has a lot of songs that have those kinds of rhythms that are very like uh, not just wait, like wait, pulses. So wait, wait, wait. Let me let me get some guesses. So what else has that? Da, 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 da. Um, Snoop Dogg, drop it like it's hot. <laughs> no, I'll I'll, t I'll tell you I'll tell you one more. It's it's not the same rhythm, but it's 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 similar. I'll tell you, you hear it though, right? That yeah. Bah, bah. Yeah. When the pimps in the crib. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, another another the, one. But the um. Never mind. I can't remember the name. Another I'll one was uh, what does the fox say? <laughs> <laughs> he put that on his fucking list. On his on his on his fuck playlist. Yeah. I heard that unironically the other day in a taco shop, and I like I got really mad. I was like, you guys can't play this. Like this is music that we listen to. <laughs> you can't play Tenacious D either oh, or really? Weed Al. You weird out. It's the not lines allowed. are getting blurred. You They're getting blurrier and blurrier. You can't do Tenacious D. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, you shouldn't. Okay, he's saying you can't play like jokey music. Oh, yeah. so we're, we're that's another topic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, 
So for a long time, I've really wanted to talk about TikTok and the music industry and how it all how it all relates and how it can blow up music, how it has changed a lot. Um, but I, I have like a preface before I get into it, which is that I am not a social media master. I uh, uh, don't. I'm not good at it. Uh, I just have it, and I find it really fascinating how people use it and how it blows up things. Um, and sometimes it's kind of scary. Um, so just as a little like intro for kind of what I want to talk about. Uh, since its birth, social media has always been a necessity for musicians. Look, take, go back to like MySpace, right? I'm sure all of us at this table can like think of a MySpace musician that we loved or found on MySpace and then loved, listened to, maybe even followed them after that. Um, or we were musicians on MySpace, right? And released music on that. Um, so that was a really big platform. YouTube also changed the game with music. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of bands that started on YouTube. That was their platform. It wasn't releasing music, releasing albums. They released videos on YouTube, and that was how that began for a lot of people. There's a great example of, like, um, I think Seosin is the, like, the early version with Anthony Green is a great example of this where, like, they were one of the first bands to adopt MySpace, and then quickly when YouTube started soon after, they were one of the first bands to adopt like, oh, tour diaries, rehearsal diaries. Yeah. And like they blew up because they used it right. And then everyone started mimicking it. Exactly. And then there were bands like Pomplamoose who literally thrived being a YouTube band. Like that was their whole thing was being on YouTube. And then they toured the world doing that. And, and then I found out they, what, what's the fun fact, Dave? The co-host of Jack, the co Jack Conti. Yeah. Jack Conti is the CEO of Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was shocked to hear that. And because I still to this day only know Pomple Moose as that like wife and husband yeah. who yeah. make covers. Well, and now he's he's still doing that with Scary Pockets. He's got the, the Dead Wax podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's still out there doing all of this constantly. And he started, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't write down Pomple Moose as an example, but they are the first one that comes to mind for this kind of thing in my brain. But I mean, to, in my in from my memory, they're one of the early ones to be like, we're a band on YouTube. This is what we do. Also, that what's that uh, like the sad clown music where they do like jukebox oh, you're or you're, whatever? You're talking about the uh, the the they do covers like in the yeah. style of doo wop or it, it is whatever. jukebox something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I thought that's you were a, super into that. I'm sorry. I, I know I did. I did like them a lot at one point, but then they got old really fast. Um, but like that's a similar thing yeah. where they were just that. Yeah. Um, so to continue to going off of these ideas of MySpace and YouTube, at this point, every musician pretty much has to have social media. I have heard, uh, the two of us at this table, like Dave and Jackson say, I wouldn't have Facebook if I wasn't a musician, right? Yep. Wouldn't have it. It's a really important part of, of the whole process is having social media, Instagram, Facebook, being on those things, active communication. I would make the argument a lot of booking is done through those platforms over like email, Emails used in like the higher level, like label work. But when you're talking about like a lot of what we do and a lot of what people even just above us do, Instagram, Facebook, right? Um, so if you don't have those, you're basically just doing yourself like a detriment. So those are super duper important. And then TikTok came along. Now, could one of you, Adam, could you oh, describe no. TikTok? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Vine, but actually worked. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Totally. Oh, no, it's, it's, Laugh track. Yeah, I think most people know at this point it's uh, short form video, ish. I shouldn't say short form anymore. Probably. I did it. They love it. <laughs> they love you. Yeah. Well, that goes on for longer than I thought. Yeah, it oh, it's a long time. Well, um, he nailed it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a short form video app. It was originally used as like a lip syncing app. People would play music and they would lip sync That's along. That's right. It had a different name then. It did, right. and then and yeah. then it merged with an app called Musically, and that was when it kind of became more of like it can you know people dancing and doing choreography to songs, and then it became like the funny video thing, and then it really blew up in 2020 when lockdown happened, um, and people were just bored in their house, and that's all they watched was TikTok. That was it. Um, so, bored in the house and in the house bored. Thank you. <laughs> Which is ba back at that time, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm out of touch. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how to use Instagram. <laughs> so if we keep going down this road, there's a few things about TikTok that I, I kind of want to mention just to kind of show how big TikTok is. So um, I have I have a link I can send to Adam to put in the show notes uh, for like where I'm getting some of these stats. The active users on TikTok is uh, over 1 billion monthly active users. That's fucking insane. Um, it had three... I mean, for, for context, like Facebook only has only, quote unquote, 3 billion. 
and yeah. they've been around for 20 years. Right. So it has 3 billion times. It's been downloaded 3 billion times. Uh, was the most, it was the most downloaded non-game app for the first six months of 2021. Um, and it hit 383 million installs from January to June of 2021. 67% of teens in the U.S. use TikTok and 16% say that they are almost constantly on it. Um, the user growth rate, that's a whole other thing, but like it's, it's, it, it went up um, one, over 1,000% increase globally um, in just two years of people using it. And that's between 2018 and 2020. Um, Americans 18 and over are estimated to have spent 1.43 billion hours on TikTok in March of 2020. Um, it ranks fourth in social media apps behind Instagram, Facebook Messenger, and WeChat. Now, I think that makes sense. There being older apps, they've been around for longer. And also, most people just use those to talk. Even Instagram, most people just use yeah. that to chat with people. Yeah. Well, TikTok can be more of a passive like entertainment thing yes. than is, any of those ever could have been. Is WeChat the the Chinese one that like yeah. you can only like that's how they message? I think so. I think uh, so. Yeah, because then WhatsApp is what Facebook bought. Yes, yeah. yes. which is the other giant one. Yeah. yeah. So in 2021, this gets us back to music. Over 175 songs that trended on TikTok charted on the Billboard Top 100, twice as many as the prior year. So. Almost 200 songs that were ever on TikTok trending made the top Billboard 100. That's that's the impact TikTok has on music. I mean, I, I maintain to this day that song, uh, As It Was by Harry Styles, wouldn't have gotten as big, as fast as it did if it weren't for TikTok. As it was. <laughs> I was like, how's he going to avoid saying <laughs> as it was? And then he did. And then I, I could just steamrolls as I it was. Genuinely wasn't thinking of that. But oh. yeah. Uh, but like, it's, yeah. it's fucking insane. I have that another, hit the billion yeah. club like instantly. I have another example like that later on. That's like a really similar thing. It's like by, there's songs by pop artists that have blown up in ways that we could never imagine just because of TikTok. So another piece of information about TikTok that I don't want to go too deep into, also I'm not a giant, I'm not this kind of a nerd, um, is the algorithm. So the three of us, Dave Jackson and myself, we use TikTok, and we can probably all say that algorithm is really good. Oh, yeah. Super good. Do you guys like follow and like posts, or do you guys just kind of passively scroll, or both? I follow friends, so like Fishboy, your band Matthew and the Arrogant Sea, uh, and then I'll follow somebody if I really <laughs> like them and think they're funny. But yeah, most of my interaction is uh, likes. And if I want to, like, uh, I, I for randomly started getting indigenous talk. So it was mostly American indigenous people. And I was like, this is fascinating. So every time I saw an indigenous TikTok, I would like, I would like it. And uh, now I'm like permanently on indigenous talk. And it is fascinating. I, I love learning about yeah, it. The algorithm is a bit aggressive, though. Yeah. If you like one thing from like, <clears throat> there was this one funny like couple video about parenthood and I liked it. And then I got a bunch of like new mom TikTok. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so, so what it does is it also reads like how long you watch something when you scrolled. It pays attention to all those little tiny details. And if you accidentally swipe over to their profile. <laughs> yep. All that kind of stuff. You say on your podcast, you're listening to Orville Peck and suddenly you're on gay talk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like my, my TikTok is, I, I do not follow. I do not like, I'm very, I do not do anything. I don't save. I'm like, I, I'm just going to be on here. I'm aware. You yeah. don't follow your own band. Correct. <laughs> um, and so like, it still gives me music TikTok, video game TikTok, workout TikTok, and then ra funny random bullshit TikTok. Like it gives me all of those and I don't follow a fucking thing. It nails it. It nails it. Um, so it's the algorithm is incredibly scary. So with social media being a requirement for musicians and with TikTok being this very aggressive algorithmic um, in your face program, it became it, it was it was inevitable that the, the music labels were going to get their grubby hands on it and make it a, a thing. Um, so to go back to what you're saying about the Harry Styles song. If you guys remember earlier this year, Lizzo had a song that was blowing up on TikTok. About damn time. Yes. Now, here's an interesting thing about TikTok that I'm sure you know, but you can add sounds to your TikTok that aren't like, you know, you just pick a song and that's like your sound. But the sound, you can turn the audio off. Yep. So it's about damn time blew up as like a dance choreo. It was it, people did the dance that she did in her video and it became a huge hit that way. Right. 
But people who just wanted to, you know, maybe use that as an extra way to make the algorithm work would just put that sound in their TikTok. Everybody does that. Yeah. I do that on every single TikTok of mine. I find the uh, most famous song at that time. Like right now, it's that uh, like indie rock drum one that do 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 do. Yeah, and I just immediately mute it. So it's um, it gets your numbers up like immediately. It's super. Yeah. How have they not like changed it so it doesn't do that though? Because that seems like it would be really easy for them to not let that happen. I mean, it works really well for them. So why would they? Yeah, it levels the playing field in a weird way where you can have someone that like has no followers and no likes and stuff like that, and they can have a huge like basically viral video. I think it does level the playing field, but I also think that it's like it's a very strange way to use music. You're using music without using music. Yeah, okay. which is you know you're you're uh, taking advantage of a musician. Yeah, that's not a strange way. Yeah, that's very true. That's how it happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so these songs can blow up in ways of more than just like as it was was the same way people use that audio. Even if even if the song's time has come and gone, people will still use that because it helps with the algorithm. It's a popular sound. People will continue to use it. Um, so I have like a few like kind of interesting stories from certain people. Uh, go ahead. Another thing like that, a, a similar thing that people will do. So like our band moniker released a new album called Limbo on, on all, all streaming, streaming platforms. <laughs> platforms and in physical form. Yes. Um, so yes, whenever that came out, I had picked one song on there that I was like, okay, this is the song I'm going to try and just get like, because they'll start pushing songs. Uh, if you go to the sound library, if they have enough uh, people just posting and using it. So I picked one of our songs and was putting it in the back of like a live video, but then just turning it all the way off just to say, okay, it has 20 of these and hopefully somebody can see it and maybe use it, that kind of thing. So that's another way yeah. of using it in a, a way to your advantage. Now, I'm going to start big and then get small with some of these examples. None of these are really small examples. I normally start small and they get big. Ooh. You should try the other way. Yeah. You should try the other way. I've, I'll try it. <laughs> do I have to do it now? No. Do you have a sound on your thing that goes like, like a little, like one of those whistles? Can, can we change those? That goes on yeah. for too long, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just haven't changed them yet, but yeah. I can, That's yeah, cool. Yeah, we Slide can, whistle. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Kristen Bender, she's the vice president of digital strategy at strategy at universal music group. She said, TikTok has been a critical part of artist storytelling. Our labels have been extremely leaned into the platform. Now this is only important because I want, this sets the stage for the larger artists and how they feel about TikTok. So probably you guys have seen a few months ago, certain artists, particularly Halsey was the big example. were posting TikToks about how their label made like was forcing them to post a TikTok that went viral. It was yep. like a requirement. Other examples: Charlie XCX and Florence. Florence, Welch. yeah. yeah Florence. Um, but so Halsey posted a thing. Basically, they're like they they posted these TikToks that were just them on the screen, not doing anything, and it just basically with their song playing. And it was like my label told me to make a trending TikTok. So Halsey did that the next day, I think it was, it's trending and it's at 9 million views or something. And she goes to the label and goes, cool, can I release my song now? Because I did this. And they're like, well, maybe we'll see. So she did the thing they asked for in a cheeky way, but she did the thing and they still were like, eh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. And then after they get called out a week later, they, her label tweeted out, we're going to release her song next week. Like, I don't even think that's a social media thing. That, that's just a label like always shifting the goalpost no but yes that in in that instance it is but it is a social media thing because every single label is now requiring these artists to do these tiktoks if they don't have like like the the quote said it's storytelling for your artist it's the way you can it's the way the audience connects to them yeah and because of the algorithm it feels more immediate yeah it feels more immediate and also feels like like it, it, you know, Lizzo being a great example earlier is a great example of this. I think she naturally posts on TikTok. She has fun with it. But like, I love watching her TikTok. She's fucking hilarious. But like, if her label was making her do that, God, that's that, like, that sucks. That sucks so much. Another art, like the artist who knows social media just beyond everyone else. And I think it's because he was like molded in it, is Lil Nas X. Yeah. The funniest person on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, his Twitter used to be a Nicki Minaj uh, fan uh, Twitter. 
which he denied for a long time. And then somebody like went back and like, nope, I have proof here. <laughs> uh, but like his TikTok is the same way. So another quote, but the industry's attention on TikTok isn't unfounded. Songs that trend on TikTok often end up charting on the Billboard 100 or Spotify Viral 50. And 67% of the app's users are more likely to seek out songs on music streaming services after hearing them on TikTok, according to a November study conducted for TikTok by the music analytics of the MRC data. So this is like, labels of course want to do this. Musicians want to do this, right? This is like, this makes sense. But the, the problem is like, we have we we were already going in the direction of like making music not about music, right? But about artists and like selling a person and not the song, right? So at this point, music should we talked we talked about this before. Music should be available to everyone, right? But when music is available to everyone like this in these short snippets and they just get to go take that in and go listen to the music and then the song charts and then they person has to keep creating content and like keep creating content. It's like, this is never ending. When are they supposed to tour? When are they supposed to see their families? Like it what? changes the career. Yeah. 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 Because you know, at, at a Lizzo concert, for example, there might be a significant percentage of the audience now that it's only going to sing that, that part of about damn time. Yeah. It's going to be the loudest part of the concert and then it'll get quieter. There's a really interesting thing with the lifespan of a song slash how long the song physically is like how many seconds of this of the song they use so like some of these songs will be popular for two months and then they just die out and then it's like six months later it's like oh that's such a throwback right right <laughs> which and so also wouldn't, sorry wouldn't that be a thing that labels don't want to encourage then is like a song dying out because at that point they might be investing a bunch of money and planning a tour for this artist or something like that and then suddenly they're not relevant and well, can't sell tickets maybe they can still sell the artist just not the song right the song dies out but the artist popularity continues and you're hoping everybody clicks the follow button and like as long as they then use the next popular song in their tiktoks then they could stay relevant promote the tour all that kind of shit and so like when tiktok started it was very limited on okay you can only post up to 30 seconds and if you have enough followers you can post a 60 second uh clip that kind of thing so um i i don't know if i'm jumping the gun here but it, it's a similar thing with streaming where you don't get paid on a stream unless you get to the 30 second mark so obviously now we're seeing a lot of pop music getting to the chorus within 15 seconds, something like that. Don't bore us, get to the chorus. So <laughs> TikTok is now expanding. You can make like three-minute videos on there, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm curious how much that that was already happening with yeah. streaming, but I'm curious like, to see, okay, as it was, I have it pulled up right here, is a two-minute and 47-second song. Most of the songs on this same record are between three and four minutes long. There are two other songs that are like two and a half minutes. So yeah. I'm wondering if, you know, how much of that was like, a, okay, you have a catchy song here, make it concise. And I, I think that's been a thing for a while and even more so now. There's there's um, there's a guy I'll bring up later, but his name is um, Nick D. And he had a, a, he's had multiple songs go, go big on TikTok. One in particular song called Icy Pop. And um, the only part of the song that went viral was the end of the song. It wasn't even like, I wouldn't call it a bridge or a verse or a chorus. It was just this final part of the song. And that was it. And like, I went to go listen to the song and I was like, this is not. What the fuck? And then I get to the end and I'm like, oh, what? This is bullshit. This is so stupid. There's so many things like that yeah. where they'll put, there was a trend for a while. This was an early TikTok trend where they would take the, um, the song Roxanne by the police and then it would do that ding ding yeah. ding 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 rocks. rocks and it would stop right there and that gives you no clue of what the song is about right yeah I thought that shit was so funny but yeah. like there's so many examples of that where it's like man this is like an eight minute prog song like that yes song I forget what the song the one with the uh, like the bass line that goes that was also a trend and I was like yeah Man, this is like a once again like an eight minute prog song. Like yeah. that's not really indicative of what like people are gonna listen to. Yeah. Well, and I had to learn about damn time. Yeah. But I wasn't connecting that it was the same song as I was learning it, and then it came up to that part, and I stopped playing bass and started singing along with the song. Yeah. It's like oh, it's this <laughs> fucking song. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I mean, it's and and, and I'll, I'll real quick say that the guy Nick D I mentioned, it sounds like I don't like him. I like him; he's a really great. Uh, I don't want to sound like I'm 
shit talking this guy who figured out the fucking system and is actually, I mean, I do like some of his songs quite a bit. Um, but yeah, I mean this, the, the whole thing with like how long these songs last for, whether it be in the system or the actual physical time, it can go all over the place, but if it's too long, that's not working. There's no way. Um, can I ask a question real quick for the three of us who use TikTok? I'll ask you first, Dave, have you ever like, it sounds like yes, but are there any of these songs that you've heard from TikTok? Like that was where you heard it and you went and listened to it because of TikTok. Um, mostly with indie artists. You, Hagen? Yeah, there's multiple bands I found that I like a whole lot. I think my like it's not that I'm like intentionally not doing it, but I think like the only example I have is that um the Kate Bush song. That was yeah, just yeah. running up that hill. I think I just kept hearing that incessantly for weeks. And I was like, okay, what the fuck is this? This synth sound sounds cool. It's like so cool. Yeah. And then went to that. But other than that, it's like, it's almost always a pop song with the Harry Styles one. I was like, yeah, I'm hearing this well, elsewhere. Well, so well, I'll say that the, the one, my favorite one that I've found is a band that I've mentioned on here before, Stop, Drop, Rewind. And they're like, uh, like very, they're, they're prog pop punk, I guess is how they call it. Um, they're wonderful. They're amazing. But so like all uh, the, uh, some other examples that I have for us here are not pop artists. So uh, kind of pop artists, I guess, hip hop artists uh, like like does. I think he's under emo rap. Um, Trevor Daniel. Have you guys heard of Trevor Daniel? No. OK, I hadn't either. Released a song called Falling in 2018. In 2020, it blew up. It got a billion streams on Spotify. That's a that's a place that is a very coveted place to be in a billion streams on Spotify. That's wild. So he's released music since then, but not a whole lot. And he had to say, quote, it's just been pretty much impossible to put out music. It feels like I'm at the DMV. Every time I go to deliver music, it's like, oh, well, you need to do this. Post on TikTok more. Tease these songs so we can see which ones they react to more. I do that, and then I don't really hear anything. Because what they're really expecting, even though they say they're not, they want it to go viral again. It's just really disheartening, to be honest with you. That is such a depressing like image he just described there. It's like being at the DMV. Yeah. Ugh. And this is like <laughs> how a lot of fucking artists are feeling on the platform. It's just you have to like, I don't know if you guys have ever talked or like watched uh, like a, a social media expert talk about how to post on TikTok, but they talk a lot about posting three times a day. Three, oh, yeah. three times that. a day. Yeah. Man, so, I, I tried posting like I, I went viral one time on tiktok unintentionally i just posted something i thought was funny and the then, tony hawk thing yeah yeah and like i just like within like one night i had like six hundred thousand views and i was like what the fuck is happening and it took on a life of its own and um then i was like okay i'm gonna try and like this happened so let's see if i can you know cultivate it and so i made this conscious decision of i'm going to post once a day even if i'm not super confident of what i'm posting i'm just gonna do it just to keep that rolling through maybe people will like it even that once a day was exhausting because like even if you know like hey it's okay if you don't put something out that you're happy with like just put something out to keep the algorithm fed and even that it was just like you can't turn off that thing in your brain as a creative that's like oh like that's why are you posting that yeah i i follow this guy that only posts on tuesdays <laughs> and uh his whole shtick is he just goes it's tuesday yeah i love that guy hilarious he's fucking favorite and now he's got merch and like do we all follow that guy i don't follow anybody oh, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> i don't follow anybody <laughs> <laughs> but so like uh i mean it it really is like such a such a thing where they are encouraged and not even just encouraged they are told they have to post all the time so like be, I'm, i've been getting a lot more into streaming and all of the people who are like popping off on video game TikTok are like, if you're not streaming for, you know, this amount of time, as soon as the stream's done, go clip it and post two to three TikToks from that, save them throughout the week. Like, it's like, you have to constantly be doing that because you have to play the algorithm and you have to hope that maybe one of those gets picked up. It doesn't even have to be a good clip. It's just post some, just keep posting. Um, Which doesn't like, that doesn't feel good. No, not yeah, at it's all. Not incentivizing good content is just incentivizing a fuck ton of content. Yes. Um, which isn't which that is, what the uh, CEO of Spotify said? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. If you guys aren't making enough money, make more, more music. music. Yep. It's like, and it's like, yeah, cool, that'll work. But like, I, I've said this time and time again, I love Elton John, but like the idea of like going through and like, what is an Elton John deep cut? Like, 
dude has like fucking 50 albums. I don't have the like I don't even have that strength to get through that. That's yeah. why he's still doing another 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 final tour cuz he's he's not done hey, with they all just his announced, music. Yet. They just announced that his last show will be like streamed. It's so It's not the last show even. I'm, I'm it's feeling last... a bit more confident since they announced that. <laughs> it's the last American show. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so he can still Damn. do other, you are right. other it, shows. It yeah. did say that. Yeah. Fuck. So um, another another example is one thing that we haven't mentioned is the actual involvement in influencers and in all this. Because it's not just about the musicians. It's about, like we talked about, using the songs and using the audio, but not like, you know, playing this audio. But the, a big reason why songs blow up is because of the main thing on TikTok that blew up was the choreographed dance shit. People pick songs, they blow up, and they, they dance to them, like the Lizzo thing. So a TikToker named Zoe Lataba, uh, she has 6 million followers um, back in 2020, I think it was. She heard a song called Super Lonely by Benny. Such a fucking good song. So she... So fucking good. She, she liked the song. She got 45 million views on her choreographed dance video of it. And then that song went platinum. Shortly after that, and they played a bunch of festivals and like. I I I just want to fact check here real quick. That song was massive before that happened. It was it probably got a lot bigger, but it was massive. Before I'm, I'm sure it was. I mean, you can but, go multi platinum. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was, but like that was like, I mean, that like that song's massive. I've never heard it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, like I'm not saying I'm the I'm the the, the keeper of all, but like. Yeah. A lot of these examples, I've never heard of what this is. So I'm sure that it was massive. Another example I have is Caliuchis. Caliuchis is fucking was fucking huge, is fucking huge. But her PR person basically was like, we started to push more of her stuff. And then one of the things we pushed, we didn't want to be a single. It blew up like fucking crazy. And now she's like, like has, you know, millions and millions of views on this one particular song. And like, that's the thing. It's super weird when something like, have y'all had any like of your like, bands that you like between the buried and me like something like super like this is not tiktok friendly why is this like have you guys had any of that like those trend maybe i, I can't i can't i can't think of one off the top of my head the but. mountain goats like last like this last six months like their song no children got like and that's their biggest song but still the biggest song by the mountain goats is still like yeah it's small fries that's and it it got huge like teenagers were like doing it and it was just like it, they had a dance and like to th this day that is now like unachievably big yeah. for that band that's even more to the point that like this song like the the super lonely song like even though if it was big this kind of shit blows it up to the next level it got big lear it got big lear from <laughs> from from it got, it got 45 million views on on just that one tiktoker's use um but uh it got 5.7, you got used 5.7 million times on other videos. So like that, and that alone is a, just a crazy push. It's a, it's a fucking insane push. So I think that there's a big thing here with like independent artists are kind of, you know, using this as a tool, but also suffering from this. Labels are taking advantage, but if you're independent, you still have to play the fucking game. You still have to have PR people. You still have to have people tell you like, hey, you need to post more. You need to be doing these kinds of things to help. But there are artists who are uh, like old, not older. This is not an older artist, but like who are not modern, like now who are thriving. Jay Sean, you guys know who that is? Don't recognize it. Going down, 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 yeah, down. I know Jay Sean. Okay. So that guy re blew up and he said, I've been doing music for 20 years. So some of the, some of the, uh, some of the, were just kid, blah, 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 blah. So some of them were just kids when my music came out and they're starting to discover my back catalog through this. So it really is quite a fascinating tool for that. That paid the mortgage, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, did I, it, like the Jonas Brothers, their like big song uh, when they were first a band was that year 3000 and that's a cover of a song and people were like, when they had that Jonas Brother hate, uh, they asked the band who originally wrote it, they're like, what do you think about them like taking your song and like, just taking it from you. And the guy was like, no, I love it. Those guys paid my like house off. Like I, <laughs> I am so thankful for the Jonas yeah. brothers. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot more that, that, that could be said here. Um, I do want to say that like, it is an excellent tool for independent artists. It sucks that it is. It sucks that it's a good tool. It sucks that your music could get hurt a lot more by using TikTok. Um, but there's a lot of different ways to make that work. 
like for yourself without having representation. Um, I mentioned Nick D. He has a podcast with a guy named Connor Price. I guess I'm not supposed to plug other podcasts on a podcast. Wait, did I just write the song of the summer? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, is that the, the Freddy or Fred podcast? No. no, no. Okay. Um, but they have a podcast where they basically talk about like, and they, they have a lot of music industry experts come on the podcast. They take Q&A, they, they, they do Q&As on the podcast. And it basically is them just breaking down like how they got big, how they succeeded, and like what you should be doing, what you could be doing. Um, and like really like being honest about the process. And they don't really speak too ill of it most of the time. Uh, I'm sure they have at some points, but like from what I've seen, I haven't really noticed them speaking too negatively about it. More of just like, here's how you get the, here's how you put the work in and here's how you get it done. Um, which is like for Nick D's story, he was like, I decided I wanted to do music out of nowhere. And he's like, I had a wife, I had a kid on the way and I wanted to quit my job and do music. So I did this and it's working. So like, there's a lot of positivity there. I think that's something that I like, there's so much negativity from like the, the labels and how much you have to do to succeed on this platform, on social media in general. But it's it's possible and it's doable for pretty much anybody, at least for a split second, which is yeah. not awesome, but, you know, it's something. There, There's this, uh, I don't know if you're going to mention this this person, but there's a songwriter named Katie Gregson McLeod or something like that. Uh-huh. She uh, released a video of a song that she was writing called Complex, and it blew up within, like, the the female community of people that are in not good relationships. She just recently posted and was like, I got a record deal. Thank you. Yeah. Is she related to John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt? No. No. Good one. Thank you. <laughs> What's it? <laughs> <laughs> so we got sound effects for that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people like that. <laughs> <laughs> That was not an edit. No. That was just natural. There's yeah. a lot of people who who have gone through like, you know, the the success and then a label reaches out to them. The guy I mentioned earlier, Trevor, he basically like he had people reaching out like crazy after his song came out. I mean, it's like this is a really real thing where once it succeeds, you have to now deal with like so many different things you never thought you'd have to deal with. And it goes outside of music. I mean, like the corn kid. I, I don't know what you mean by that. You don't know the, you don't know the, you know the corn. I know I the feel, corn. I feel kit. like you could have just said anything, and then yeah. would be like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." Morrison's corn kits. Um, <laughs> but did. like, um, there will be people who are like, "Oh, I crochet Zelda characters," and then their Etsy shop is like, "I'm backed up by ten months now." Yeah. Thank you, but also, holy shit, what happened? And and those those situations where it's like the the small shops, the, like the indie the indie artists, whatever it is, those are amazing situations. But to see everybody take advantage is, of course, they're going to do it. But to see everybody take advantage of these scenarios is the is just heartbreaking. Like that quote of like, it's like the DMV. This it just sucks. It just sucks to have to create content like that. Like being a content creator, being a musician, being an artist, whatever it is, it's it, it's a job. But it shouldn't require you to literally have your like your foot in every single fucking place. Like you, you, you have to go through the TikTok door. Now you have to go through the Facebook and Instagram door. You have to post reels, YouTube shorts, YouTube videos. You probably have to blog. You probably have to vlog. You probably, if you're a musician, you definitely have to go on tour and play shows. That's becoming so, if you, I don't know if you guys have noticed from any of the indie artists that have blown up, but whenever they have a show, they post about it incessantly on TikTok. And I've seen clips from people at those shows and they're fucking empty. Like from the smaller indie yeah. artists, it well, sucks. So, so that does point to something where it's easy, it's easier on social media to make yourself look really good, yeah, and talented, but then there's nothing else behind it, yeah, because right, it's it's really easy, relatively speaking, to get millions of views on something that yeah. nobody cares about and isn't going to show up for. There's people like, like that, that can just happen with, oh, it, it was funny and it got the right number of people to watch it and yeah. they're not going to go see you, though. Yeah, exactly. I, I've seen people like at, at like Zane Lowe's like uh, Heights. Um, <laughs> uh, Is that a joke about him being short? No, his last name's Lowe Height. Okay. You know. That's about him being short. You know, uh, he probably is short. He looks pretty short. No, he is. Yeah. <laughs> they, they tried to hide it when they were interviewing him and Jack White. Yeah, I, I swear. <laughs> yeah, I swear they had him like on a, like a, a little box or something, like Tom Cruise, <laughs> like with like his heels. Yeah, um, maybe. So, I mean, like people like Zane Lowe like speculate that like, oh, the gen- the next generation doesn't care about uh, is starting to like detach from social media, and it's easy to say that as somebody who's like in LA, already made it, has a kid who 
will like be able to ride on your coattail a bit. Not shit talking your kids, Anlo, but like also like, yeah, read the room. Um, <laughs> but you know, I'm curious if that will ever be the, like the situation that like at some point social media will have a less, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, like less of a stronghold on society. And I wonder if that will ever be the case or if this is like Pandora's box. We'll never be able to shut it. I mean, like personally, we we talked about this of like, you know, um, the Facebook thing of how I thought I would never be able to get rid of my Facebook. My Facebook's still there, but I don't use it. Since right. I attached my Instagram, I was like, cool, I'll just post it and it can automatically go there. Uh, but like, I remember you and me, Hagen, would at least do it um like obsessing over like how many likes does our band have because that like that that's important for some people oh it's it's a metric to judge how you're doing on social media whether you want whether you want to care or not it's there you have to put it in press kits you have to put it in press kits so like engagement yeah you have to now put your tiktok followers your tiktok views i bet a lot of people put if they had a viral tiktok i bet they put that on their uh, in their press kit like there's a lot of yeah. shit like that that is so important for musicians and artists to be booked to be considered booked like anything like and it's like, ex- like real life exposure bucks yeah well and the crazy <laughs> thing is like the plays thing is so important like i i personally know one indie artist locally who has blown up on tiktok and on spotify and very, very luckily, they went, he went on his first tour and it was an incredible success. He was direct support for someone. It was an awesome tour. But like, and he's and he's just really good. But like, I was terrified when I saw that he announced a tour. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't want this guy to go on a tour and have it be a fucking disaster. That sounds, that sounds like a really likely possibility for a lot of people. I mean, have you seen like Brett Crow from around here, the bassist? Like, yeah. He is like fucking oh my massive God. on Huge TikTok. Huge on TikTok. And like, yeah. good for him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. yeah. I don't hate it. I, I just hope that <laughs> coming from the basis. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't hate is, it. it is is he's he's seems like he's a great bass player, but he is using some gimmicks to get to the to that level of fame. Yeah, and I don't to. hate that at all. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, but I see him posting live videos on TikTok where he's playing, and you can't see anybody watching. And it, yeah. you know, it's that that misalignment. That it feels never weird. translates. No. I mean, for me, like on social media, I've gotten to the point, and it's just because like I've gotten to the point where I'm like. Look, if it happens, it happens, but I'm not going to like, I can't like base my happiness or my idea of success on a like count or that kind of thing. So I've started doing things of like, I've started, I hide all my like counts on any social media posts I put personally or as the band, because in my mind, it's just like, that shouldn't matter. I don't care. If, If you guys want to know that, you can literally click on it and it'll tell you. But you have to make that choice for yeah. yourself. I'm taking that choice, like that, organically away from you. You have to dig deeper. That's yeah. not on me. Yeah, I, I I feel as though like the the toll that it puts on to artists is just like I, I've I've thought a lot about going deep into posting drum videos. I've, there, were t- there were times in my life where I was posting drum videos a lot, and I had thought about getting back into it and doing it a lot. And like, I want to post more about. I've thought about with us, like we could film this and do like a TikTok where we have clips Absolutely. of this. I want to do stuff with my stream and stuff like that, but it is exhausting how much fucking work it is. I think at the end of the day, just only do it if you're, it, it feels comfortable and you're yeah. having fun. Cause yeah. that's what TikTok was for me for a while. I still post on there, but now I only do it when I think I have something funny and I'll post it. Um, you got a full notes folder of funny shit. I do. Yeah. And like, I, I genuinely, I have like maybe a hundred ideas that like, yeah. I'm just like, I'll, I'll record these if I ever feel like it. And it's genuinely like my partner and I will be just sitting on the couch and we're like, that's a funny TikTok. Let's record it and then po- post it up. But like it, as soon as it became that thing of like, I had that one viral TikTok and I was like, okay, I should try and see if I can keep up this momentum and realizing like, look, it, I didn't keep up the momentum, but even if I had, I think I would have very quickly been like, this isn't worth it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think, I think one of the big things that I want to end with um, is pretty much this idea of like, if you see a musician, like especially a smaller artist on TikTok that's like starting to, to blow up or is blown up, you don't know their name, maybe you haven't heard of them. Uh, just remember that like they are a musician who's trying their fucking hardest. So maybe watch the whole video or click the link or click the Spotify link or just, just give just, it a like just, because yeah. those are free. Yeah, exactly. It does nothing. Yeah. To you, if you're already getting that person, that means the algorithm 
has said like, oh, this is what you like to yeah. see. Just a like is free. And, That's what and I've unlimited. Never, yeah, I, I've never understood. Yeah. Some people are like, why would I like that? And it's like, it's fucking free, dude. Yeah. And since and since like you know it is free, and since the algorithm does think you'll like it, even if you don't like it, just try something to support these artists because they are trying. Like everybody's working fucking hard. And if maybe maybe this is one of those artists that's posting three times a day. And maybe this is their third post of, you know, the whole, like they post three times a day for a whole week and this is their last one. And for some reason it's on your page, just like click a link, give it a like, watch the whole thing, anything at all, because everybody is trying super duper fucking hard. And also like, I think that with, and maybe I just handle TikTok differently. I don't think anybody, like I follow people. Um, but when I follow somebody, I don't go, wow, that was hilarious. I'm going to go through their whole feed now. It's more like, I would like to see more of this. I don't know many people like there are podcasts that I'll, I'll listen to their most recent episode. I'm like, this was wonderful. I'm going to go back to the beginning, make my way through. But with TikTok, it's just like, it's so simple to give a follow and a like, and like, that's not committing yourself to the 300 posts that they've already put. It's just, you enjoyed that. And you're, you're going to enjoy it further. I mean, yep. nobody listens to or nobody likes Stephen Colbert's show. And it's just like, I'm going to go back and watch it from the beginning. Right. Because I right. liked tonight's episode. No. And yeah. and they know that at the tonight show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the best thing for people getting that want to get into this kind of thing, I would say, is to have some stuff outside of it that you already feel comfortable doing. Like have have a good amount of songs, play some shows before you try to blow up on TikTok. I would say, yeah. I mean, I, like I think I think one of the pieces of advice that a lot of people give is like have a song go viral. And I'm like, can you play the song though? Like, I, I for me that matters. Maybe that's about to not matter, right. but like for, I, I think that really matters for a lot of people. And get experience going to play those shows. Like go go play your open mics, do all that kind of shit. But also like remember that if you are wanting to get into this game, like you got to take care of yourself. Like you got yeah. you got you got to take care of yourself and not make this grind be like the the thing that they want it to be. Because my, <laughs> my my uh my wife watches this. She watches a lot of vloggers, but one of them is this girl and her husband and their kids. Name her name's Low Beeston, and she with her brother recorded a song, and she's an influencer, and then put the song up on her YouTube channel. Never played a show, never performed live, nothing. Finished a whole record had a huge following on Spotify for that record and sold out her first live performance ever at a, at a sizable venue. There was like 300 people there. Yeah. And that's a strange scenario. Yeah. That honestly sounds like it might be hell for them too. Oh, that sounds, yeah, she was more, she was terrified, but it it was super supportive. It went really well. Yeah. But the weird part was seeing the vlog she made about that performance and how people were like, how's your husband? Does he like his new thing that he got? Cause they knew so much about her life. Weird. Yeah. Um, I just want to be devil's advocate here. I'm not saying this is my line of thinking, but with the the comment of not or like not knowing how to play the song live, that kind of thing. I will say for a long time, and we did see this at the beginning of this year, or I guess it was the end of last year, the Beatles couldn't play their music live. So I mean, like, I, I don't think that is really the like the uh, the trump card that some. No, I'm not saying you're using it as a trump card, but some yeah. people do. Like, if you can't play your instrument, you can. And it's like, well, the Beatles were never going to play Sergeant Pepper's live, and that's okay. But there's, I think there's always going to be a part of me that's the grumpy old purist musician that's like, oh, these fucking kids can't even play. I think I think there's they're so a, famous. There's something to that, and there's something to the story you told of the of, of the vlogger playing their first show and being terrified. Do you want to, do you want to play your first show once you've gone viral and have people show up if they show up? Cause that still is a crapshoot. And then you're like, you've, you've rehearsed your ass off, but you're still on stage for maybe the first like 10 times. You're going to be fucking nervous. You're going to be terrified. You might be nervous anyway, because maybe like there's a lot of people, but like the biggest thing is if, if you are getting into this, just go play. Like, I I think that's like a musician advice flat is like just go play like that's that's the gonna be the best thing. I had a student ask me like how do you how did you get all these gigs? I was like I just played. 
Like yeah. I, it's not. You have to cut your teeth, and like yeah. you sucked at some of those. Like whether it was your high school gigs <laughs> or like whatever, dude. I, no, absolutely, dude. Like 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 super. You thought I was calling you out? No, no, no. I I, I like was um so a, a local venue <laughs> and you specifically at those <laughs> specific yeah. high school gigs you sucked. No, uh, no, nobody else ever sucked. Just me. At just music. Me. A local venue um announced their closing, so I went back and like. Watched a bunch of videos of me playing there, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll just watch some other videos that I have on here." And I was like, "No, nope. fuck, fuck, oh, there's fuck. a there's a reason why at your bachelor's party, when everybody who was a musician at that thing was sharing <laughs> their like, here's my high school band, and I think somebody kind of like looked at me, and I just shook my head, and I was like." I will not do it. Like, there's so many of me playing in high school, but I won't show you I think, where. I, I think at that point it was like 4 a.m. too, so you had an easy out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like, but like, there, there's a reason why I won't show anybody. I have shown my partner, I've and seen I have them. told I mean, her they're, they're probably you may on YouTube, not show right? anybody. I've, I've seen. Them. Who knows, Adam? I'm guessing they're on YouTube. Probably. Yeah. They're on my. Uh, for me, for me, I'm like, check out how fucking good I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think I think that there's a lot more that I want to say about this, and maybe someday I'll do another episode about this, and and keep talking about it. It's gonna keep changing and growing and whatever. But um, I find the way that TikTok is interacting with the world fascinating, but especially with the music industry and how artists are now starting to speak out about that. It really, really is. A, a, it shows how if anyone's like ever questioning if labels are a good thing, they're fucking not. Like especially now, independent artists are the way to go. They still have to work their asses off, but labels are just taking advantage of everybody as much as they can. I was thinking about this the other day. We just released an album, and I was thinking about how it, on every platform it says self-released, and we've done that since the the beginning of the group, and. I was wondering, like, and I'm reading all these books about, like, bands like Black Flag and the Descendants, who uh, the people of the Descendants started, uh, um, what's the, the band, or the, it starts with an E. Fuck, I'm fucking blanking Epitaph? On yeah, Epitaph. Started Epitaph Records, which is this massive label now, but it started as, like, hey, we need to put Descendants Records out and we'll give our friends a push, too. Like Sub Pop. Yeah, and I was thinking, like, man, is that the way to do it? To self-release, but say, "Oh, this is M and K R records or yeah, on a Friday record." I mean, that's yeah. that's a really common a, yeah, thing. because it'll... even outside of music, that's a common thing of like movies. If you're an indie person making a movie, you slap a fake company name on there so it looks more legit. Because you you're always seeing these like, "Oh, Ty Siegel released his uh, newest record on Harmonizer Records," and I'm like, "Well." The album's called Harmonizer. Yeah. I'm wondering. Yeah. Okay. So you released it. And I was like, man, have I been messing up this whole time? And that was just this simple thing of just saying like, oh, I'm DTX records. Yeah. I don't don't know if it's messing up necessarily, but I mean, it's uh, it's it. it, it, I think there's a reason a lot of people do that. It can work in your favor with that, but it it might not. You never know. Um, Like you could accidentally wind up running a label. So is that a thing you want to (laughs) do? I'd be happy to do that. I would. I would run a label. So then you should do that. <laughs> hey, uh, have you checked your label? Is it running? <laughs> you said you run a label. You better go get well, it. Then you can also go on interview shows or whatever, go on a podcast and talk about how the guy who runs your label is an asshole. <laughs> and then everybody would be like, that guy's so mean. Oh, my label. fucking label won't let me finish my songs. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I had. That's I, don't, all, I, that's... I, I think, you know, however you can get to wherever you want to yeah. go, go yeah. for it. I think I think just it's important to to kind of keep in mind all the options and all the things to like, you know, the thing that sucks is that whenever you're doing, whenever you're playing music, right, you're thinking about a million things. You're thinking about the notes you're playing, how you're playing them. Is this too loud? Is this like, you know, there's, there's so many, is my technique okay? So many thoughts you're thinking about and like remembering and knowing the notes that you're actually supposed to be fucking playing. So like, that is already hard enough. And now, you know, to do all the other shit and for labels to not give a fuck about that and to be like, no, just post all of this. Go, vi-. It just sucks. But independent artists, I think, can hopefully and have definitely used this as a tool and should continue to do so. I mean, Moniker played that show in Deep Ellum with, uh, I think the guy that played after us was that slap bass player. Yeah. And he was on the Dead Wax podcast recently. Yeah. Yeah, he's huge. So 2019. Oh, yeah, the British guy. The British guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, his name is Charles... Berthart? Yeah, Berthart or Berthout or whatever. But yeah, he opened for us in a... Or not open. We opened for him at like a small venue in Deep Ellum. And now he's on one of the most popular music podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Absolutely wild. Wild. Well, that's all I have on this for now, guys. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. As someone who's still not going to 
look at TikTok, but <laughs> but now you know it's more, more about it. It's interesting to hear the you know how it relates to music. Especially. You don't you don't have to look at TikTok. You just I mean you just watch Instagram Reels. You're fine. Yeah. yeah two so weeks you, later. Yeah. TikTok <laughs> delayed. I don't want to do that either. If you want, I use my phone enough already. I don't need another reason to look at it more. Nah, I'm fuck, I've, currently I'm hopelessly addicted to watching TikTok. Well, <laughs> Adam, whenever we see each other, minimum once a week, I'll give you my phone. I'm on Lord of the Rings talk. If you okay. want to look at it, that, there, actually, that pr- sounds like hell right now. Th- oh, it is. Uh, <laughs> there, there's a pretty good programmer one too. So uh, I'll show you that after this. It's just okay. right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Do you, guys, yeah, do, you wa- do you guys have anything you're listening to that's <laughs> not, not TikTok? Uh, I started listening to the band Spoon. Oh, nice. Never got into them before. They're great. I Still, always yeah. get Spoon and Cake uh, mixed oh, up. Mixed they're up. so I don't, different. But, but they're I don't so different. Know. I saw one of them live. Spoon mixes the cake. Which one's <laughs> Which one's the one with the, the like spinning the <laughs> instrument that they use all the time? That must be Cake. That sounds like Cake. Yeah. Yeah, the spoon. going the distance one. Yes, that's yes, cake. That's yeah. cake. Okay. Yes. I saw them live. They're pretty different, but I can see how you can get them mixed up. They're, they're I feel I like they, they play know. the same show, festivals and shows, maybe. Probably at the same level of uh, notoriety. Well, yeah, their fans yeah. all like Ben Folds. <laughs> that sounds right too. Spoon. Yeah, no one ever told me to listen to Spoon. Oh, really? No, they're great. They're very, very good. Um, I've been listening to two new albums that came out this week: uh, Euthanasia by a band called Straight from the Path. They're like um, aggressive Rage Against the Machine. Like they're already aggressive, aggressive. Rage mm-hmm. Against the Machine. Yeah, it's it's like, it's like metal Rage Against the Machine. I guess okay. I should say, but like this ain't your daddy's <laughs> great Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> this ain't your Guy Fieri's <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. No, there it is. That's a quick one. Um, I'm trying. Yeah, almost. I, I, almost. I, I, I gotta. Quick. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta remember to like be on this. So, um, but yeah, it's a really really good fucking metal album. It is. Uh, it is like through and through, just in your fucking face aggression. Amazing. And then Madison Cunningham's new album, Revealer, is awesome. It's it's so much fun to listen to. I've been having a blast with it. There's like three great drummers on it, too. How's, so. that, how's that new phone working for you, Adam? Are you same, typing quick enough? Same as the old phone. Oh, my it's God. It's great. It's just what I wanted, actually. Isn't that the that same phone? The Who lyric? New phone, same as the old phone. You won't get fooled again. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> that's great. How long does that one go on for? <laughs> for too long. Yeah. <laughs> Until Jackson stops speaking. Pretty much. I wonder if you tap it again, would it turn the sound off? No, it just plays, oh, it, no, it, plays, it, plays it, it again. again. Yeah, oh. it we heard it. the air horn. We have to stop. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> losing what? listeners so fast. What were you listening to? Uh, Parcels is a band I've mentioned before, and they put out a live album last year that I don't think I ever mentioned, but I was listening to that again. Uh, it's the closest thing we're going to get to new Daft Punk music, so I like it. I went to a musical yesterday. Can I have the playbill? Is it time for us to leave? Say say that again for me. I went to a musical yesterday. (laughs) Yes, I support live music, live performances. (laughs) You're welcome. What did you see? I saw Ain't Too Proud, which is The Temptations. It's Jersey Boys, but The Temptations. Uh, I liked Jersey Boys, but didn't love it. I really (laughs) liked... Ain't too proud because I like the Temptations a lot. So there's a lot of like Motown stuff. And like what Jersey Boys does is it's just like Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons music, yeah. where Ain't Too Proud had some like the Supremes, here's a Marvin Gaye tune. It, that was really nice um, to kind of like break it up, but it also made sense in the story. Um, so I just like today was listening to a bunch of Motown stuff. But here's a little fun fact that I can leave y'all with. Uh, so you guys know the founder, I, I believe he's the founder of uh, Motown Records, Barry Gordy. Yeah, sounds uh, right. Um, you guys know uh, LMFAO, yeah. you know, party rock anthem. Uh, did you guys know that Red Foo, who is one half, 50% of that group. He's LM. Okay. <laughs> That's not, it'd be like LM. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's almost all of the F. Um <laughs> Red Foo is the youngest son of Barry Gordy. Wow. Oh. And the other one who is like Sky Blue Jet, I think of is his name. AO. That is uh Red Foo's half nephew. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, when I looked at their names and I was like, they both said Gordy, are they both like I, it just fucking blew my mind. Talk about industry plants. But honestly, Party Rock Anthem would have come out and we were all in like, well, I 
Yeah, this is yeah. this is amazing. I don't yeah. care who fucking put this. Jared Kushner could put this out, and I'd be like, "Well, I'm gonna <laughs> dance." Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I think we would all dance. <laughs> Have you heard that song? Yeah. You're telling me if the Kush put out fucking uh, what's that Mark Ronson song, Uptown, Uptown Funk, Funk, that people wouldn't be jamming to it. Uptown Trump. <laughs> that would be spreading outside of those red state <laughs> rock festivals. I'm telling you. But yeah, okay. uh, I, I thought that was a fun fact. I, I had no yeah. fucking clue. Yeah, that's yeah. great. That's great. Good job, Hagen. Thank hey, you. Hey, whenever you do the email stuff, make sure everybody, uh, if you have any samples that you want Hagen to add to his little pad and you think that would be funny, let us know. So I have to, yeah. I have to say that again when I get to the email stuff? No, I just did it. <laughs> okay, cool. That and like, please send us episode He's ideas. That, uh, <laughs> you, can, you can send in a recording and we'll play it on the sound pad thing, maybe? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. That might get us in trouble. So, but. So, so thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh... <laughs> Put that down. Put the put the measuring tape down. Put that down. cookie down. No, I'm busy. Would you not? Anyway, thank you for listening. Um, before I do all the exit stuff, real quick, gotta gotta, gotta say in a couple of weeks, our band Moniker is playing in Dallas at the Double Wide. <laughs> that scared Jackson. <laughs> Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> um, we are playing at the Double Wide in Dallas. It is next to Deep Ellum. It is not in Deep Ellum. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's safe then. <laughs> it's safe. Jesus okay. Christ, <laughs> uh, we are playing with. Fuck. Uh, Bill <laughs> Hamilton is opening up the show. Then we're going to be right smack dab in the middle. And then closing out the show will be Local Legends Phantomello. Thank you so Dallas much. Dallas Local Legends. Fort Worth. Dallas. Fuck, man. DFW. <laughs> DFW Local Legends Phantomello. It's going to be a really great time. Um, so, yeah, please come to Double Wide uh, September 23rd. It's going to be really, really fun. So thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't already, please follow or subscribe on whatever podcast app you are using. It does help us out a lot. Like Jackson said, you can email us uh, soundpad ideas. If you, if, you have a, if you have an audio clip, I can just put it on the board and we'll play it for you. It'd be pretty sick. I, I'll, up to my choice. I was going to say, we'll listen to them beforehand. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> We're going to immediately get that uh, another trending thing on TikTok, the uh, – President Ronald Reagan no. has died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can send whatever you want to and we'll put it on the soundboard. Um, and like Dave said, if you have episode ideas, if you have anything that you want to hear us talk about on the show, please let us know that too. We love to hear from you guys. Um, or if you just want to say hi, I feel like, I feel like I haven't heard from, from, from our listeners in a long time. I'm not saying I'm mad at I you. I feel like I'm everybody just... got busy, might've started new jobs. That's just you. <laughs> There's been a moth in this uh, room this entire episode. Podcast moth. And I've gotten to, I've been like closed fist trying to punch it out of the air. And I've gotten to the we point. We haven't talked about it yet. We're just letting you do it. I know. And I've gotten <laughs> yeah, to the point where I, ignore it. I need like those blinders that they put on horses. Cause it's like in my face. Like you want to fucking fight me, bro. I've got one better. Oh my God! It's his streaming mask. It's a lucha lore. Oh God! It's the glasses. There you go. It's now you can't the see glasses. the moth. So can't see anything though. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Email us with all the shit. Please say hi to us. We'd love to hear from you. So follow us on social media. Um, we'll be on uh, uh, or we're on Facebook. Don't forget the artist Instagram DFTA podcast. Thank you guys so much. Uh, fuck off. Get me a towel every day. Oh, I'm shuffling. Wait, 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 yeah, do it again. Yeah, wait, wait, hold on. Um, Fuck off. Get me a towel. Every day I'm shuffling. <laughs> <laughs>